episode 201. Thank you all for listening to episode 200, The Pod Beats Patty Boggs 2, Deuce Boogaloo. I am Mantis Toboggan, MD, here with my co-host. Frank the Stat Parrot Crossbase. <laughs> uh, the Dennis system. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh... uh Cody Kelly, president of Wolf Cola. <laughs> there we go. And uh, special episode on a, a Monday night. We're actually going to record both today, so wrestling won't come out for six days, but that's okay. Happy birthday to our very own Frank, the stat parrot crawlspace. Disappeared. Oh, there he is. Yep. Yep. Happy birthday to him. He's a young uh, 24 today, which it's uh, Monday the 20th, so when people hear this on Thursday, it'll be uh, the 23rd. So, wish him a belated happy birthday. Just go, caca, caca. <laughs> Thank you for the uh, happy birthdays all around. It means is a it, lot, honestly. Is that how that goes? Caw, caca, caw, caw, caw. Caw, caw, Oh, God. So, we got to thank um, – we had a lot of help for episode 200. We had – you know, six people help us get to 120 uh, to start to get us a head start. So we got to thank those people, you know, Lynette, uh, Lynette, Katie, Whitney, Ashley, Nick, and Jake. And uh, so we got, we had only had 80 to go. We took our time. We definitely took our time. It took us over five hours to get to 80, but there was only six of us drinking really. So that was okay. We took our time and uh, we got to thank them. We got to thank Wes Anderson for moments in time that opens and closes the show. Check him out on Facebook with Sanderson music. Give him a follow on Twitter. It's songs by Wes. Thanks to Crandall's quality landscaping gave us all the liquor for and beer water. Water. Yeah, water. And the water. Well, that was uh, Mantis Toboggan, MD, who brought the water. Um, and <laughs> straight, straight from the uh, doctor's office. And uh, had it in bags and IVs to hook up to. But thanks to Sean, who uh, helped us out that day as well. Um, check him out. 419-704-5471. Serves the Toledo and surrounding areas and not. Uh, I got Santa you, Eric. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say Santa Fe, New Mexico. I like it. It sounds like a place he wouldn't even go to. I like it. And, you know, he's helping out. He's doing the fall cleanup, getting ready for that in a couple months. He's going to be planting trees in the fall. He said it's the best time to plant trees. He's now doing a lot of drainage. Uh, he can do drainage, get the, the water away from your house, help you out with that. He can. He does – uh, he said landscaping is a lot more of what his business is now rather than uh, doing mowing. He still has 75 contracts for mowing, but landscaping is his big business now. Thank you to Sparty Steve, who helped us out, of course, gave us the venue. And there were actually baseball games that day, which was crazy. And uh, and then also he supplied the food. So thank you to Sparty Steve. Thank you to All Our Clothing, gave us the koozies, stickers, and the shirts for the show. Much appreciated. Everybody likes the shirts. I actually have to give one to Brandon from the grown-up's wife. Uh, she's like, I want one of those. I'm like, all right, I got a small. So I'll throw that to you when, when I see her again. Yeah, I got to uh, get two more. <laughs> oh, do you? <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Um, yeah, I, was, I think I still have two more. Um, what size? Well, uh, no, I need a 3X and an XL. Okay. We might have yeah. to get those made. So that might That's be on the next X train of orders. Sorry. <laughs> Two two XLs, one three X. That's the three X is for your uh, fantasy football twin brother. Oh, Rob, yep. my brother, my twin. He he uh, he, he saw ate the me design. In the womb. Yeah, pretty much. He <laughs> saw the design and he asked. So I said, "Yeah, I'll get you one." Yeah, we'll get him one. Uh, so maybe we'll do that on the next round of orders when we have to get these. I think these are getting out there. People like this design. I'm happy we went with it. It's pretty sweet. Uh, a lot of people like it. So thanks again to All Work Clothing, Brandon over there, allworkclothing.com. And then, of course, last but not least, uh, for sponsors, Connell Barrett, datingtransformation.com. Proud sponsor of episode 200. Um, all the listeners that's going to reach out to, especially the ones in Australia, should reach out to Connell Barrett at datingtransformation.com. I should Go mention ahead. Ireland is now becoming one of our top countries. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know why? <laughs> all that beer. <laughs> Well, that's that's a big possibility. There's a good chance, uh, and we're all Irish, so that works out. Um, probably me more than you guys. But and I, got, I got a lot of Irish. He's gonna be my uh, <laughs> my honorary Irishman. Yeah, he he's Cody O'Brien. 
Yeah. <laughs> but Connell Barrett, DanTransformation.com is also Irish. So if there's any uh, Irish listeners there and my beautiful home country of Ireland who would, uh, you know, need a, need a consultation, I think that they uh, just reopened back up the pubs and everything there from what I heard maybe like a week ago after like three months of being down. So I don't know if they all stayed sober that long, but it's time to get go. go back out there and meeting people. So reach out to Connell Barrett, datingtransformation.com, number three dating coach on Google. Make him number two, and eventually we'll get him to number one. Yeah, you want to yeah, swing that shillelagh in the right place, man. You know, Connell Barrett. <laughs> in the old and, uh, Finley. If you want to hornswoggle a chick like our friend Steph Parrot over here, the, uh, nine times. <laughs> no, we. So I don't know if you guys saw. Like today, I was reading something about the people in Ireland. Somebody put a post up that said, "Americans, go the fuck home. We don't want you here in our country because you're going to go to our bars. You're going to go to our places for about 20 minutes. Bring the coronavirus and then uh, go home." So they just, they're not they just closed off the Bahamas. I saw a couple hours yeah. ago too. Can't go to the Bahamas. Um, but yeah, thanks to, to Connell Barrett. We appreciate him. Thank you to uh, the grownups, uh, Shiv and Brandon for coming and participating in Jeopardy and just really having a good time with us again on the show, doing it. They're going to do it with us every hundredth episode and they might come in in between. We just talked tonight. We're going to keep this going virtually for a while and every 25th episode we're going to do something different it might be trivia each time we might just do a name that tune actually listen to the music who knows we're going to have some fun we'll see what happens whatever we come up with because we sure as shit ain't good at reading lyrics and coming up with those answers yeah old uh, rhythmless nation over there reading song lyrics dude that was the point <laughs> fucking monotone motherfucker over here and uh and of course last but not least jeremy uh, just putting together a wonderful trivia again. Jeremy, we appreciate you so much for doing that. Mm-hmm. We're still going to kick your ass on August 22nd, but uh, <laughs> we're looking forward to it. And the grownups will be back on August 22nd. They are going to take over the show as they as they basically referee and announce our, uh, our podcast that day. So I'm going to just tell them, you got free reign. Do whatever you want. So we got a lot we of work should, to do. We should do – You should. they should have to throw out trivia while we're mid-basketball. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really are. yeah. And uh sports so, trivia though. Well it can be whatever, I don't care. But we do need to get together before then. We gotta find out some time for the four of us to get together. And we can go over to, to Sean's uh we can go over I think yeah. we should play basketball there, like he said, because it'll be it's open. Basketball hoop. Yeah, I'm fine with that because he said it's open. He's like, If you need me to spray paint a three point line, I will. I said, Fine, great. As long as it's a, a nice semicircle we're okay uh so we'll we'll get out there and measure that i think we'll play out there and check it out get together and practice we'll talk to him about when we can and and uh we'll be okay and then we're gonna we got the field over here confirmed so we've got that for the 22nd to play baseball and if we have a rain out it'll be the 23rd go ahead parrot did you hang the shirt up the new shirt up no not yet it's uh, i gotta find a new spot for it i gotta move some stuff around again i've got so much stuff to hang up again even without you guys here and you got uh, the uh, TPC Scottsdale and put it right above the first Patty Boggs shirt. Well, maybe I'll put the first Patty Boggs up to the top and that one down, and I'll move the two flags over somewhere else. Maybe I'll just put them on the uh, ceiling. <laughs> yeah, I'll do whatever. It works. But again, thank you, Jeremy. Even though uh, we give you shit for that, we're gonna. We don't know what's gonna happen that sports day because you said you're bringing your brothers and they play softball as well. And Cody and I haven't played in probably ten years. It feels like so. We'll see what happens. Basketball, we hope we run it. I think football, we got it. Uh, Softball, I'm a little leery on. And cornhole, I feel strong about. So um, we'll be okay. So, again, Jeremy, thank you so much for everything you do for us. We appreciate it. And Jeremy actually did message me, and I asked him about trivia. He said, you think you can do some NFL questions? Don't have any wrestling ones, although I can do a few rejects from Saturday. I've not listened to it yet, so no spoilers. Yes, please do that. All right, so – yeah, that'd be great. So we will have that. You can pull that up, Bear. So let's get let's get rolling on this stuff. So uh, PGA, John Rahm won by three strokes at Murfield Village Memorial Tournament, and he it was tough conditions, and he's actually now the number one player in the world. Yeah, took over number one. I think he's the uh, fifth ever youngest number one player in the world, with number one being Mr. Eldrick Woods. How, how old is uh, John Rahm? I thought he was like 28. I think he's 25. No shit. I think so. Um, Who are the other guys? 
Uh, I don't know. I'd have to look that up. I just saw that today they just said he was the fifth youngest. Yeah, 25, uh, November 10th, wow. 94. So he won't even be 26 for another few months. Yeah, I, I did not see that. It just That was just a little stat that I read. Um, Tiger Woods, they said, was the youngest ever. Um, I think he was like 21. And then um, I'm, I'm sure Spieth was probably in there because I think he and probably Thomas as well would be my guess. Um, I don't know who else would have been in there, but if I have to guess, those would be a few of them that would be in that range right there. Maybe Rory, but I doubt it. But there'll be something off to look up. Um, I thought Rory might be one. Yeah, it would be, like you said, it would be close. I mean, he did, but I just, I think he was like, because he's like 31 now. So he would have really had to, I'm just trying to think, like, you know, five, six, seven years ago in that range for him. I mean, he was, he was number one. Um, I'd have to, I'd have to go back and look. But uh, yeah, tough conditions, very windy, very hot. Um, the rough was long. The greens were fast. It didn't even rain there, so it just made the greens even faster. I mean, Rom shot three over on uh, Sunday and one by three. <laughs> um, the best round of the day was uh, Matthew Fitzpatrick, and he shot four under, and he ended up making it up to third. So uh, very good for him. Ryan Palmer finished second. Matt Wallace, Jason Day both finished tied fourth. Uh, he now shot six over and um, – finished at two under in eighth place still. So, I mean, even if he shot, you know, if he shot even par, he would have been second still, but would have made it close. Um, Tiger ended up finishing. Let's find him here. Tied 40th shot four over. So. And that's where uh, Duffner was too. My guy. Yeah. And it, or he was 44th. I'm sorry. 44th. And it was, it was a, uh, you know, it was a tough week for him. He said Friday is back flared up. He shot four over shot he shot one under four over one under four over so i guess that's consistency um friday set his back was all jacked up but uh nothing on sunday i think it was just tough conditions but for having his first tournament back out you know for him to make the cut is a good thing i don't think he's playing this week and i have a feeling he's not going to play in memphis in two weeks so he's going to go into the pga in three weeks probably without playing so we'll see how that goes but um, this week they're at the uh, 3M Open in Minnesota. And last year was the only tournament they've played there. It was a new tournament last year. And Matthew Wolf won. He won by one over DeChambeau and Colin Moraka. Morakawa, excuse me. <laughs> um, I, again, there'll be, there'll, be more, there'll be more names this week, bigger names this week. Obviously, with, uh, you know, everyone really not playing, but it should be a good tournament. Uh, Where is it? It's in Blaine, Minnesota, TPC Twin Cities. Honestly, I don't know much about the course, so I'm not going to be great help with that. No, it's okay. Um, and just to kind of update people what happened, so three of us missed the cut. Uh, Brandon is – Brandon had Webb Simpson, who was six over. Bear had Matsuyama, who was 10 over. And Cody had DeShambo, who I think was four over and missed the cut. And three over was the cut line, which is crazy. It tells he you how tough that was. He wouldn't have had that 10 on that one hole. He would have made the cut, though. Right. Mm-hmm. He could have had a nine and made the cut. Uh-huh. And, and then, Dumbass uh, Matsuyama will be top 10 this week, too. You watch. Right. That, that's who I'm picking this week. I hope you know. So Duffner was 44th and Tiger was 40th. So uh, updated standings, Bear 30.6, myself 34.8, 38.4 for Jake, 42.4 for Brandon, 45.4 for Cody. So he already, Brandon already picked Matt Wolf, and I just heard Parrot say he's taking Hideki Matsuyama. So we'll give him that. Bear, you are up, my friend. Can you scroll up a little bit for me just so yep. I can see? Okay. I'm I'm going to take the favorite this week. Uh, it'll be Dustin Johnson. Beautiful. Make sure I didn't take him. I'm going to take a guy who he finished uh, seventh here last year, and he I think he has the best odds to win this week, and he was 38th at Murfield Village and tough conditions, so I am going to take Lucas Glover. Lucas Glover. Not Danny Glover's kid, is it? Uh, he's he's very white. Stepchild. You never know. Never know. <laughs> uh, let's see. Who am I going to take? You t- 
tell me. <laughs> oh, Lindor just hit a three-run homer. And, of course, it means nothing until Thursday, mm-hmm. right? Everything. <laughs> it's getting hot. Um, only 60 games. You got to get hot now. Yeah, you do. Judge hit two last night and Stanton hit one. So I'm like, I'll take it. Thursday, though, I need him to hit the home runs. Where are they playing? Washington. Oh, yeah, that's right. They're going up against Scherzer. Scherzer. Game he had no shit. Yeah. We'll go Charles Charles Howell the third. Thurston's nephew. Thurston Howell the third. You know what, uh, just for fun, you know what uh, school Thurston Howell the third went to? Nope. SMU. Super Millionaires <laughs> University is what he would say on Gilligan's <laughs> Island. Nice. So, looking forward to it this week. We'll have some fun. Uh, Bear still has a commanding lead. Uh, let's go over to NASCAR. So Austin Dillon won the race. Uh, Quinn Holt, who is getting shit on by Benedetto because he came down and tried – I don't know if you guys saw this – tried to drive down from the top to get down to pit road and with like eight, ten laps to go, it was not much left, and hit Benedetto who was my guy, of course, and Christopher Bell. And, uh, <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> so it is not your year in NASCAR. It is not. But he finished 17th, which isn't bad. But, uh, I mean, he had a great car. You had a fast car that day. He was looking good. But Austin Dillon won. Uh, and, see, I already had my lineup set for the rest of the year, as you can see. And Austin Dillon I have this week. So, hopefully he repeats. He'll probably finish last now. Um but just to kind of give the people what happened and who had who, um, uh, Dub had Bubba Wallace, Bear had Blaney, I had DiBenedetto, Cody with Jimmy, and Reddick with a second-place finish for Jake. So the, the championship for our NASCAR season looks like right now it's going to come down to Jake and Bear. Every week it's fun. Bear has a two-point lead now. He had a seven-point lead last week. Now he has a two-point lead. So Blaney dominated that whole damn race, though. Yeah, and he got fucked by a caution at the end. Quinn yes, Hoff. So I agree. Yeah. I agree with Eddie D. He fucked me because everyone it was coming around on those goddamn pit stops. They were three laps away from having to pit. Three laps were, away. And they were like what, ten laps down, Quinn Hoff? So he's oh, yeah, I think him. so. It's his third was... time he's caused a caution that he shouldn't have. So Garbage. this week though, they're at Kansas. Um, should be an interesting race. Kansas four hundred, I think is what they're still calling it. Uh, oh, and then Shiv had Bubba Wallace, and Brandon from the Grown Ups had Kyle Busch, who finished fourth. So they, they finished well. Uh, but Kansas this week, so mine's already in there. You can see it for the rest of the year. I got my picks. Uh, give me Austin Dillon. Just took well, a long week. You're, you're going to have to – I mean, you can probably sell those same guys, but you're going to have to update because they're at Kansas Thursday night. So when this drops, they'll be racing Thursday night. Then they're at New Hampshire the week after – then they do a back-to-back at Michigan Saturday and Sunday like they did at Pocono. Watkins- oh, they are doing two at Michigan. Yes, Watkins Glen is out. Oh, it is. Um, then they got two at Dover. And then, oh, I think there's a Daytona. Um, there's a Daytona road race in there as well. So, yeah, you're going to have to. So you said Dover twice? Let me pull it up to confirm that. I just had it all this morning. I was reading it. No, you're good. And then, uh, well, in the meantime, uh, so the right. first pick would be – did you – oh, go ahead. You got you ready? Yep. Go so, um, New Hampshire 8-2, Michigan 8-8, and then Michigan 8-9. What are the names of the races? You got them? Uh, Michigan on 8-8 is the Firekeepers Casino 400. Which is usually the June race. 8-9 is the Consumer Energy. Firekeepers Casino 400. Okay. 816 is Daytona Road Course. That's all that they have. They don't have a name for it yet. So they're actually going to the date. That'll be fun. Yeah, they're making a road course, which I don't think anyone's seen. Okay. And then then 822 is a Dover race. They don't have a sponsor, so it just said Dover. And then 823 is the Dry Dean 400, which is also Dover. Yep, and then the Coke six, the Coke zero, Coke zero four hundred. Yep, Coke zero sugar four hundred is actual Daytona on eight twenty nine, and well, that's I'm, the last I'm, race before the playoffs. Well, then I'm gonna have to wait. All right, yeah, so I know. I, I'll that's put good Austin, though. I mean, it helps. Yeah. yeah. So I'll stick with Austin Dillon this week. So, Bear, you are up. 
Uh, this is a tough one. Um, I I mean, this is like a race for the big dogs. So this is going to be one where Parrot should be able to catch me and probably take the lead because I'm going out on a limb here. Um, Quinhoff. I'm going. <laughs> I'm going with a rookie, and this rookie's dad won here in 2004, and he won in the Xfinity in 2018. So I'm going John Hunter Nemechek. That's a good one. Hopefully he can finish top 24 because <laughs> he's been racing like shit lately. <laughs> All right. Um, can you scroll up for me for a second? I want to see if I picked this guy. Well, give me one second. Got to delete these columns now that they're gone. There you go. You just say his name. I'll type and it'll tell me if you picked him or not. Uh, give me. I want to pick Kyle Larson. I don't know if I've picked him. <laughs> Please do. Please do. Uh, dude, I'm a, I got to help you. He's He got suspended. Oh, He's yeah. kicked out of NASCAR. No, don't don't let me do that. Don't let me do that. Fuck. God. <laughs> Did you listen to this damn show? Uh, you were on that show. I do, but you got to realize I've had like nine beers in me in the last three hours. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. Um, <laughs> Hey, if he picks that next week sober, he gets it, by the way. I, I got you. Who's give your me, pick? Can you guys pick? Give me a second here. Yeah, go ahead, Cody. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to figure out somebody I haven't picked before. Just uh, name a guy. I'll start typing. Uh, Dale Earnhardt Sr.? Okay. It, he finished as well as Kyle Larson would. I would say he'll probably finish before <laughs> Kyle Larson. <laughs> At least he wasn't a racist. Dale Sr. Right. hated everybody equally. <laughs> yeah, he did. He just wanted to rattle his cage uh -huh. a little bit. He wanted to rattle his cage. <laughs> Pick Terry Labonte, then while we're at it. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> All right, who's Bowman? Alex, Alex Bowman. Bowman. You All already, right. picked, him. You already picked him. You already picked him. Oh, yes, you damn. did. All right, picked whoever him Jones at. is. Eric Jones, oh, you picked, him, picked too. him too. <laughs> I did no, I didn't. Yeah, you did. You picked yeah. him at the Alsco Uniforms 400 at Charlotte. All I gotta do is type <laughs> their name, and it'll tell me if you did or not. I don't see him in my column. Oh, yeah. I see it now. Come I on, now. I just told you. If you see me type the name and it turns blue, <laughs> you picked him. Trust Excel, man. Trust the Excel sheet. It can't be that many different white dudes out here driving cars. <laughs> Take Quinn Hall, um, 38 of them. I don't know. Daniel Suarez. And then you pick the Mexican. <laughs> Man, somebody and he's he's been running late. He he would have – so the last track they were at, he runs well there, but now he's in a garbage car. Yeah. Sucks. I think his best finish has been 26th. So I'll mark you down for a 30. Hey, you never know. I'm just going to put this it there be. to see if I was right. <laughs> and I might as well get myself a 40 All right, Parrot <laughs> Parrot, who you want? Um, I guess give me Kyle You haven't taken him I have That's not a good taken pick. Kyle for a fact He's due, man He hasn't won a race this year, which is crazy Well, he did sure. he, won a, he won an Xfinity race Saturday But no, he didn't Because he got DQ'd But he did win the yeah. truck race all right, Parrot will have a lead over me. <laughs> he come, uh, you never know, man. He could wreck out. Kyle Busch wreck out, and you'd be all right. You're gonna you're gonna have the lead after this week, Bear. You have no way. Kyle Busch has not raced that well this year, and I've watched a lot of the races. Surprisingly, trust me, John Hunter Nemechek sucks. You'll be yeah. okay. <laughs> no, he does. I mean, he's got top tens though. I think uh, he's the, got three. The last couple weeks though, he's been really bad. Like, yeah, okay. He's got, he's, it's been rough. He's due. Like every fifth race, he gets a top 10. So he's due. All right, there we go. All right, so MLB starts on Thursday, Yankees and Nationals. I can't remember the other game. Um, but, Dodgers uh, and hmm, – who are the Dodgers playing? Dodgers are playing someone late. Really so, late game. so then uh, – so to update our picks here, we have uh, Parrot with Nationals over Yankees, Bear with Braves over A's, Cody Dodgers over Astros, and myself Yankees over Dodgers. Um, we talked about the Indians already, so we're fine there. NBA, is this season going to happen? Yeah. 
Okay. I think it will. They just said uh, they made it a point to say no NBA players tested positive in the bubble. That's Even good. Dwight Howard's dumbass. Have you seen all the uh, whores that have said they've been invited already to the bubble? <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. No, no, so that's good. They're doing their part. Yeah. Good for them. I mean, James Harden can only have so much time in between games. Right. <laughs> absolutely right. <laughs> and that's shame that had, that beard. Yeah, we haven't had any dudes get called, so you know Dwight's not on the phone. That's true. Allegedly. Allegedly, yeah. Allegedly. So, um, with the NFL, you know, we know that – Things are changing, and and they were going to have the regular amount is four preseason games. They got it down to two. Now it's actually one. The union still wants zero. Do you think it's going to be one still, or do you think it's going to be zero now? They'll do do one because they always got to have that dress rehearsal game. Yep. Oh, I was going to say either that or you'll have like half the the main guys on their rosters end up with season-ending injury. It's, that, that's the problem. I mean, they need yeah. – the NFL needs to have at least two. But, that's, I mean, the only thing that sucks for that is I don't I don't get what people say, man. That's where rookies get in, and that's where these backups can play. So, I don't – I mean, who cares if they have four preseason? I mean, for this year, I get it. Okay, COVID. But I just mean in general, they've been trying to get rid of this for the last three years, and they right. say who cares about the preseason. Well, that's not true. Because the rookies who haven't played at all do, you know, they get a feel of real game action, and somewhat. Yeah, well, sure. I mean, you're playing against, but you're playing against backups. But it's still a third string in the NFL is better than every college player on the field. Does not matter what you say. That's a fact. That's a fact. So them being able to get into, you know, a full game at least get, you know, get them. You're not in practice. You're not playing against your own guys. You're playing against competition. And I don't know too many. Yeah, but they don't have too many of them third string dudes playing in week three of the preseason making the roster anyway. Like they're still trying to make the roster. And I mean, True, if you're a rookie, and I mean, if you're if they draft you as a rookie, they pretty much know, you know, they know by the third preseason game if they're if you're going to be on the roster or not. So I mean, well, I yeah, know. but I'm, I mean, I'm saying for these first rounders and whatnot, you know, guys that are going to play, you want right. to get them. Because, yeah, okay, that's great. You burnt some dude at Duke your whole career. Who gives a shit? Now you got to play against real corners and, you know, guys who are legitimate. I mean, you're in the NFL. I don't care if you're a backup or you're a third string or not. You're in the NFL. Right. They need that time. For the starters, we get it. Aaron Rodgers doesn't need to go out there and fucking play. He knows the playbook. He knows what he's doing. So they're they're saying also that right now the date is – uh, August 1st that they have to decide if they're going to play or not. And if they opt out, they're not going to be, be able to play this entire year. So no matter if they get released or traded, if they opt out, they're out. They can't play this year. So do you think, and I, you brought up Rogers and it made me think of this. I, we know what Rogers won't, but do you think if somebody like Rogers were to opt out that his job for good would be in jeopardy? Somebody like him? Hell no, not Aaron Rodgers. Hell no. You think they're going to put that dude in from Utah State in right now over Aaron Rodgers? If Aaron Rodgers opted out, yeah, they would have to. That's why I said, I mean, they wouldn't have a choice, but I mean. That's why I said, do you think guys that are worried? I know Aaron's not worried, but maybe there are some starters in the league who are worried. Maybe like somebody like Cam Newton. Do you think, and he's on a one year deal. Maybe he's a a, a bad pick, but somebody. Well, yeah, yeah, Cam, like, he basically got fucked by Carolina in the beginning anyway. They yeah. waited till the last possible moment to even release and or trade him. So he got screwed out of free agency in the beginning. But I mean that's kind of a different case. But I think any other guy, if you're not some if you're not an all pro, eh, I, I don't know. It just probably depends. Depends on what you can do. Well how about this? Say, say someone like Dak opts out. And he's getting picked up. Has a great year. Is and that who? in jeopardy? Well, he was he was tagged, so he won't give a shit. He's right. got to go find money. 
Right. He's going to get his money. Except yeah. for the money he's not getting this year. If you opt out, you're not getting paid. He ain't getting $34 million. The Motherfucker right. wants money. He's playing football this year. Yeah. But, I mean, it'd be basically what it sounds like to me is if you opt out, it's no different if you get released or cut. You know, if you get released or cut, you don't get paid the rest of the year either outside of whatever guaranteed money that you were supposed to get or a signing bonus. So, I, I mean, I don't think there's much of a difference. Hell, guys get released all the time, and there's a good chance they don't get re-signed anywhere, either that season or, you know, again. So, I don't really see much of a difference. I just, I don't know, it just looks like another way to release guys to me, honestly. Well, then they can't go play anywhere. It could be, but they have to opt out the players. Do you think there there are players out there that may have thought about just opting out for a little bit until they heard that they'd have to sit out the whole year? Oh, I'm yeah. sure. You say no, you say you're sure. Oh, I'm sure there were guys that that thought about opting out. I mean, you got to think, you got NBA players that have opted out. And, you know, these are all-star players that have opted out. So those guys that have opted out, hold on, while you mention that, keep that thought. But those guys that opted out, since they've already played part of the season, NFL is different because it hasn't started. But let's say some of these guys that have opted out, like Kawhi, he's opted out, right? I believe he has, yeah. I think him, Bradley Beal, I think too. So we know the Clippers won't win the title without him, but let's say they did. Would he still get a ring because he played in part of the season? Shouldn't. I'm sure. I think he would, though. He would. I mean, where would they have been without him in the beginning of the season? Right. The, the they would have been, been – yeah, exactly. They wouldn't have got as far as they would have without him. Who's going to say Kawhi's not getting a ring? Patrick Beverly? Right. Hell, if it wasn't for <laughs> Kawhi being on that damn team, Patrick Beverly probably doesn't even get signed. Right. Um, the So we're going to save – I got some more for NFL. We're going to save the NHL till next week because their season starts on August 1. But uh, another thing, so I was thinking about Patrick Mahomes here, and we know he's got that 10-year pretty much worth $503 million. And I wanted to look back at the salary cap. So in 2017, it was $167 million. 18, it was 177.2. 19, 188.2. And this year it's 198.2, so we can assume that next year it's going to be roughly about 209, 210. Do you think that Mahomes should have said, look, you're going to pay me, um, I'm going to get 17% of the salary cap for the rest of for my 10 years? Do you think he should have done something like that, or do you think he just made the right decision in the fact that $503 million is $503 million? If he plays that long, like if his contract lasts that long. I think he's going to play a couple years and get a Super Bowl and they're going to renegotiate his deal again. Right. That's what I'm saying. If he, if he'd be a fool not to, if he gets, if they get to another Super Bowl and then if they win, if they get to another Super Bowl, he needs to renegotiate. Right. And then if they actually win it, he'd be a fool not to. Do you think we'll eventually see a player that'll do the percentage of the salary cap? In football, probably not. Not until guys get guaranteed money. If they get fully guaranteed contracts like uh, baseball and basketball, I don't think you will. I'm going to go back to your comment. It doesn't matter what he does. He can't renegotiate for a better deal. He's stuck. I mean, he signed that 10-year deal. You have to go look and see. Maybe they have an opt-out after six or seven years or something, but he could win the next six Super Bowls. He ain't getting paid anymore. Doesn't matter. He signed his deal. Done. I'm sure he's got incentives and a whole bunch of other shit in there. That yeah, says, hey, if you win the MVP or you win the Super Bowl, you get an extra $10 million, all this. But it doesn't matter. I mean, whatever the opt-out is, he's done. That's that's what he's getting paid. So, he, Kansas City made a hell of a deal, but Mahomes did too because – he could he could win two Super Bowls in the next three years and then snap his leg in half and never be able to play again. He just got paid all that money. And nah, he's good. No, he only got yeah. It's like a hundred and some guaranteed though. It's like hundred sixty, so, I think. Yeah. So I mean, but he could what, look though. Over this this year, he could break his leg in half, fall off right. his body. He could never play football again. He's getting one hundred sixty million dollars. He did, he made the smart move. Because it's the NFL, and you can get hurt, and your career could be over in one second. Hell, he can get cut. I mean, it's not even getting hurt. Hell, he can get cut. Right. He and can so have he two guaranteed bad himself. 
He gave yeah, himself he $160 million. Yeah. Got two bad seasons in a row, and then boom, you're gone. Yeah. It's a, I think it's a smart play because no matter what, you just make yourself guaranteed money no matter what happens. I think that's the smartest thing in the book. And if he goes out and wins six Super Bowls, sure. Was it did, – did that suck? Okay, maybe, but then he's still getting $503 million. So it's, it's almost like a win-win. Plus all the incentive. I mean, you know, he's going to be on every goddamn commercial. That's going to be even more money. I mean, you look at Gronk. That motherfucker – Saved every one of his uh, game checks and just spent his endorsement money. That's crazy. Which I couldn't even figure out. What the hell was he endorsing? He had, I think he was in like the pistachios, and I mean he was on a monster made a an energy drink can just for him alone. So there was monster. I think that was his big sponsor was monster. Monster. Oh, see, he did I some stuff. Monsters. Yeah, he did some stuff with uh, NASCAR when they were. Are they still Monster Series Energy? I think they are now. I think they still. Oh, NASCAR. Yeah. No, it's just the NASCAR Cup Series. They have tiered sponsors now. Like Coke, Coke has their name on the trophy this year. Okay. Yeah. When when Monster was their main sponsor a few years back, he did some stuff with NASCAR as well. Um, but yeah, I mean, he. Mon, I'm sure Monster. They're a multi-million, billion, probably dollar company, so they probably. Make a lot. They I'm own sure by Coca Cola. <laughs> Think no, so. I don't think so. Monster, I think, owns himself. I think so now. Yeah, they own themselves. And then, um, like, Coke owns, like, Powerade and some other shit. Right. Zero water and, or vitamin water. Vitamin water, yeah. Um, so, with the – so, with the NFL, there one other thing here – that uh, I just wanted to mention. We talked earlier about Belichick, and we're talking about Tom Brady, Cam coming in there. Belichick is a system coach. We talked about this right before the show started. He's a system coach. Why hasn't, because I know, Cody, you're set on he's a system coach and the system works. Why haven't coaches under the Belichick coaching tree been able to replicate his success? They're not as smart as Belichick. I mean, they, they don't have that those checks and balances like – you know, the internal checks and balances that Bill Belichick has. I mean, hell, the one that they keep trying to say is as smart as Belichick is Josh McDaniels, and we've seen what he's capable of. Hell, he yeah. drafted fucking Tim Tebow in the first round. <laughs> <laughs> and then went back running. So, I mean, I, there, it just – no, man. You When you have somebody like Bill Belichick stopping you beforehand saying, hey, don't do that. You know, I mean, it's kind of like, you know, it just Belichick's a one-of-a-kind coach. I mean, look at the other, all the other great coaches through football history. You know, their coaching trees aren't necessarily the best either. I mean, Bill Walsh, his coaching tree's not necessarily all that great, except for maybe, what, two or three guys. Um, I mean, if you – I mean, Belichick, honestly, if you really look into it, his is kind of the best out of all the all-time great coaches. You know, at one time, Saban was coaching with him. Um, I think Mike – was it Mike Holmgren on his staff at one time, too, in Cleveland? I think so. Yeah. So, I think, you know, Mike Holmgren and Nick Saban, um, they're, they're somebody else, but it'll come later. But, I mean, you know, like these guys that – Belichick really has some of the more successful coaches. I mean, Eric Mangini, oh, yeah, you can't really count Eric Mangini. But, I mean, he was one that came from Belichick and wasn't necessarily the greatest. You know, I mean, I'm not sure. I think, wasn't Rex Ryan a part of Belichick's staff at one point? Or was that Parcells? Probably Parcells. Rex Ryan was there, too. I mean, coaching trees, they flock everywhere, it seems like. (laughs) Right. You know, and I mean, just because – you know, you're in the NFL, like, and honestly, we we all gotta be honest. There aren't that many smart NFL coaches in the NFL. I mean, if you look at some of these offenses, everybody's offense is damn near like based the same way. Like they keep saying, you know, and it's they say it's a copycat league, and really, it's not a copycat league in a good way. You know, I mean, you gotta think for how long did people try to use quarterbacks like you know. Joe Flacco and thought that was successful. You know, I mean, 
you, you know, people thought it was a curse to have a mobile quarterback. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens. We got a lot, uh, there's a lot going on. So um, we'll get into trivia. Barry, you got the, uh, get your chat boxes open. Barry, you got the points. I do. Um, this is the last one I have was as of July 8th, because obviously we had a whole bunch of trivia um, this past weekend. But, uh, Gary, you have the lead, 493. I am second with 444. Cody Bryant close behind me at 437. Parrot at 223. Dub at 29. Wes Anderson at 7. There we go. And, uh, you know, the this past trivia, we're not going to ruin it because we want people to listen. It was a good trivia game. Had a lot of fun. I liked the five Final Jeopardy questions. Those were fun. All right, so hopefully these are not repeat questions. I had them stashed away for a bit and hopefully did not use any of them the past two weeks. <laughs> if so, easy questions. First off, for two points, what team last year scored on a league low 20% of its pass plays inside the 10-yard line? 13 of 33 with two sacks and only six touchdowns. Hint, never would expect this team. Okay. Let me know when you all are ready. Parrot's ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Bear's ready. Always Here's waiting on Cody Bryant. All right. One, two, three, and go. <laughs> me and Parrot with uh, the Patriots, the Browns, and the Fudge Packers. Or the other one. Nobody gets this on the first try. You guys can go around take a guess until somebody gets it. Okay. So, Pat's. Browns, <laughs> Packers. Oh, you didn't put in fudge Packers? <laughs> it was an extra word I had to type. Come the fudgies. Somebody must have got it. All incorrect. Go around guessing again. Oh. Least amount of points to greatest. What? I think he means oh. we go oh. around and guess oh, okay. Okay. order. Okay, okay. Jake, just go ahead. Saints. Oh, shit. Put it in the chat box. <laughs> <laughs> Good guess, Gary. Good guess. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Incorrect. Cody. Seahawks. Bear. Cowboys. That's what I was going to say. Uh... Chiefs. Screw it. There we go. <laughs> well, hell, you don't need to score within the 20 when you're scoring from 75 yards. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> they score from further out. Yeah, because he said, what, 20% of the time, so it was probably, probably like, you know, right. two of, two of two 10. possessions, yeah. Or no, he says six touchdowns, so it was more than that. Six touchdowns. So. Well, he said, yeah, they said 13 of 33. That was probably the whole time. The, you know, oh, the was, passing was 13 of 33, but it no, had only six touchdowns. Yeah, so on their drives, I mean, 20%, that's rough, man, because if you're talking yeah. about two of 10, they were four of 20, six of 30. I saw yeah, he down like, and said, does Mahomes have a weakness? Like, yeah. no, they just have shitty no. running back, but now they got one in the draft, so we'll see. Right. Who they I forgot who they picked up. That kid from LSU. Oh, that's yeah. right. He got like a hyphenated yeah. last name. I can't think yeah. of it. Uh, wasn't it Edwards Hilaire, right? Or yeah. No, that's Clemson. Or no. No, that's Travis and at a nine or at uh, eighteen. Yeah, right. he's with Clemson. Yeah, he's he okay. stayed at Clemson. I just saw. Speaking of that, Ohio State flipped a corner to uh, from Clemson, Clemson to yeah. Ohio State. Yeah. All right, so next up, tricky one for three points. Should Cam Newton wind up playing for the Patriots, which he should, he'll become the fourth former number one overall player to play for them at quarterback, joining Jim Plunkett, Drew Bledsoe, Vinny Testaverde, who attempted some passes for them but never started a game. What is currently the only team that has started games with four different quarterbacks who were number one overall picks in the Super Bowl era? <laughs> That's a good one. Only... Uh, All right, so I, I got my – so so you guys can go around. All right, uh, Parrot. Oh, we just put it – oh, okay, you're just saying – We're putting it in the box. Dolphins? No, just tell me. Go ahead, Cody. Oh, uh, the Browns. 
was a second round pick though. Dude. Can't remember. Dude. Oh well. Ron Bear. I said the Packers, bro. Oh you did? I'm yeah. sorry, I didn't hear that. I said I wasn't sure if Favre was a second round. Well, he was uh, he was oh, picked by like Atlanta. Fourth round. Yeah, he's he like drafted by Atlanta. Pick. Well, it doesn't matter. It's oh, not yeah. drafted. It's that who's I'm a, number one. I'm going to go Colts because I know oh, number him. one overall pick. Damn, yeah. Colts is – because I was going with Luck and Manning. I'm like, they had to have had two more come one. in. I forgot. Number one overall pick. All right, back to Parrot. Got to learn how to read. Um, Give me <laughs> – I don't know. This is wrong as hell, but give me Tennessee. It's not a bad one. Yeah, I was say, you might be. Nope. No? Cody. Oh, uh, the Raiders. <laughs> the Raiders. The Raiders. Yeah, correct. Nice. The Raiders. Jamarcus Ugh, Carson, Jamarcus Jeff Rest. George, and Plunkett. <laughs> <laughs> Palmer? Yeah, Carson Palmer played. Remember, he said he was tired of playing in Cincinnati, and they traded him to Oakland. I forgot. <laughs> yeah, he, he since but since he drafted them. How many points was that for? That was for three. Three. three All right, and finally, for four points, what player has thrown a hundred touchdown passes in the last three years, which is fifteen more than anybody else? Again, you can all guess, and then if nobody gets a go around, oh, we well, we went around this last time, so we all guess. Is that the last three years total or 100 each year? Or Nobody's throwing 100 touchdowns ever in a year. <laughs> Come on, Cody. God damn. 100 hey, in the last Patrick three Mahomes years. Play? So? Shit. All right, if so Jameis can throw 40 picks in a year, somebody can throw 100 touchdowns. Are we doing chat box to start then and then go around? Yes. yes. All right. Just give me a minute. Uh... Um. All right, I'm ready when you guys are. Yep. Ready, Cody? Yep. All right, three, two, one, go. All right, we got a lot of good guesses. Drew Brees, Drew Brees, Jameis, Russell Wilson. So, Russell, Wilson, Brees, Jameis. Here we go. Do, do, do. Thank you. Give me four. Russell Wilson. That's surprising. Right. I figured it, it just seemed like I thought Drew Brees, but I'm like, Russell's been consistent, you know, in the 30s each year. So I'm like, I'm going to go with him. He's quiet. He's I feel like Jameis has two, though. Right. Yeah, so like, how, uh, let's see how many they had. How many did each have? I mean, Jameis might throw as many picks as he throws touchdowns, but he likes the golf episode. There. Did you see Jeremy currently on the golf episode? I like it, <laughs> which is great. He's gonna check on. Uh, he's gonna check on those those uh, things for us there. So I'm gonna do. I'm gonna pull this over, and you guys tell me what Jeremy responds. Uh, with with the numbers, why he checks on it. So on this day, sports history, I'm going to give you guys the thing. You give me the year like normal. Here we go. Breeze 82. Ooh, not many. He mi- Oh, yeah, he did miss some games. That's right. Oh, the thumb, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, he yeah. missed some mm-hmm. games. Mm-hmm. I was off of him. Uh, let's see. So while he's doing that, Hank Aaron hits his 755th and last home run off Angels Dick Drago. <laughs> Four. <laughs> What'd you say? Two thousand four. I'm not. Oh my god. Uh, did he say two thousand four? Yes, he did. That's what he said. Yes. Oh, Let's shoot. try try nineteen seventy four. Better. <laughs> Hank Aaron. Uh, Hank Aaron. I'm gonna say. Uh, I was thinking of Barry Bonds. 
I, they don't even sound the – got to stop drinking. Yeah, man. <laughs> I know I do. He Kyle Larson. <laughs> I'm going to say 84. Uh, 1976. Yeah, it was the 70s. All right. Uh, Yankees pitcher Whitey Ford ties AL record with six straight strikeouts. Who was the pitcher? Six Whitey Ford. Ford. Okay, I heard 1960. 66. 59. 56. 100. Why'd you even ask that question? <laughs> he said it. <laughs> well, because I didn't know he he's throwing 100. 100. Yeah, in the, in the last three? three years. I didn't know. He said it was the only one that's that. So I didn't know if it was more than 100. So he threw like probably 33, 34, 33, some shit like that. Oh, who 31, is, who, 35, 34. There we who, go. Who's the one who has 85? That's what I want to know. Who's second? We'll find that out. All right. And um, all right. Uh, British Open men's golf, Murfield Village. Tom Watson wins his third of five open titles by four strokes from fellow American Lee Trevino. 84. <laughs> 82. 89. 80. British Open, Turnberry, Australian Norman wins his first major championship at even par. Five strokes clear of the runner-up, Gordon J. Brand. 84. <laughs> 79. 89. 86. Damn it. All right, and British Open men's golf, last one. American Zach Johnson wins in a four-hole playoff uh, with Australian Mark Leishman and Lewis Holstheisen of South Africa. 2016. Oh, eight. Um, 15. Damn it. All right. So thank you to Wes Anderson for Moments in Time. Check him out on Facebook, Wes Anderson Music. Give him a follow on Twitter. The songs by Wes. Thanks to All Work Clothing, Crandall's Quality Landscaping, Connell Barrett, DatingTransformation.com. Sorry, Sparty Steve. Couldn't get you on this show either. As always, he said he's not sure on this. He'll try to find out who was second. So it's going to be a mystery. You're going to have to put it in your Google machine because this episode is over. As always, good morning. Good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Barrett's got to stop drinking, man. Who is second? Excuse me, I dropped, seem to have dropped my magnum condom. <laughs>